You're on EducateForLife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become... I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry, the con is over, see? We're now at DEFCON 1. Did you say carnivore or carnivore? a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time and bring your shame. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is join.educateforlife.org. It's 40 online classes defending the truth of the Bible. And on May 15th, we have an awesome event coming up. For those of you who are watching online, um, I'm glad you're joining us. Here we are. We've got Tobias and Christy here in the studio with me. And uh, this, this program will air on this upcoming Saturday, but uh, we're streaming live. On May 15th, I'm going to be joined by Eric Buer as well as Danny Ray, who's been on the radio. Both those guys have been on the radio with me. We're going to be talking about faith in um, schools. So are we allowed to share our faith in the public schools? Are teachers allowed to share their faith? You know, a lot of people have a lot of questions about that. A lot of people are nervous, and so they stay way, 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 way away from the issue. They don't want to, um, you know, violate any rules or laws. And what we want to do is uh, kind of uh, through education— relieve some of the fear people have about uh, what they're able to do and what they're not able to do. Uh, We're we're not trying to stir the pot. We just want to help people to be able to relax uh, about what's legal in the classroom as well as on the school campuses. And uh, so I hope you'll join us. It's May 15th. You can register at EFLDannyRay.com. And uh, if you put in the coupon code, if you put in the code register early, no space, register early, you can get a free ticket to the event. And Danny Ray, if you don't know who he is, he is a world, uh, world class, been in all 50 states performing. He's an illusionist. He's a Christian. And he uses his sleight of hand to be able to share the gospel with kids all over the world. And he's a fantastic guy. Uh, and, and he's amazing. His skills are amazing. And so Eric Buer is an is an expert on the state education code, and he's going to be sharing with us, uh, referring to the code so that we're comfortable with what's legal in the classroom and on school campuses. And I'm going to be sharing a little bit of apologetics. So I hope you'll join us. That's May 15th. But my guest today, I'll, I'll give a little bit of an introduction here, is uh, uh, Tobias. Tobias, I'm sorry. How do you say your last name? Hagland. Hagland. Tobias Hagland. Okay, just like it looks. And his wife, Kristen, live in El Cajon, and both were born and raised here in Southern California. He uh, was a San Diego College student, and he's been involved in Young Life in the local church now for nine years. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. That's fantastic. And um, you're the area director for Young Life, and you oversee all of East County. Yeah, East County, uh, basically considering I'm I'm the last area director before you kind of Head out into nothingness, and okay, so yeah, that's. that's <laughs> There's no area directors out yeah, there. Yeah, not in that mountain, not in the mountains. They'd be directing like the mountain lions yeah, and, and the deer and all. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay, I get it. And uh, we also have Christy Fox here with us. She's married to John Fox, and you have three kids. Correct. 18, 16, and thirteen. Yes, sir. Wow, that's like right in the heat of everything, right there. Yeah. So, uh, is do you have a? Is it are the, are your kids dramatic? Is it a lot of drama? At no, home or, no, pretty low key. They're mellow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, they might be listening, so I should say. That. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you've been on staff for twenty three years as an area director, nineteen years, um, serving also 
uh, as the South Coast Regional Director of uh, Southern California. Correct. That's fantastic. And you oversee Young Life in Orange County, San Diego, and Riverside. Yes. Whoa, that's a lot of responsibility. Is that all volunteer? Is that all a volunteer? Or are you on no, staff? I, I'm on staff. So that's, that's great. Yeah, I'm on staff. I've been on staff for 20, actually 24 years now. That's incredible. So, yeah. Well, that's so exciting. I'm really excited to have uh, both uh, Christy and Tobias on the uh, program here with us today. And, um, you know, I think uh, I've, I've had the opportunity to interview people from a lot of different ministries, um, Teen Challenges in East County, Sunshine Haven with uh, uh, Mary Rothman, um, the, the Higher Ground Clubs and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And I think it's so fantastic. We are really blessed um, to have so many groups that are reaching out to young people and everything. And I just kind of want to hear your story about um, how you got involved with Young Life and also um, how people can be praying and supporting and what kind of things you're doing that maybe other groups aren't doing or how your uh, take or your angles a little bit differently. And um, why don't we start with you, Tobias, and uh, just tell us, you know, what's your background? Did you grow up in a Christian family and are you a, are you a native to San Diego? No, so I'm not negative uh, to San Diego. I, I grew up in Paris, California. Most people don't know where that's at unless they ask about the lake or the uh, the, the, the racing fields out there. But uh, I went to school in Riverside, and uh, when I went to high school, um, I, like a lot of kids, was, was experiencing uh, a breakup of my parents in the home, which is a sad thing to watch. But for a lot of teenagers, um, you know, it's like, did you grow up in a Christian home? It's They're not even thinking about that They're just, when there's so much stress going on. Um, so I grew up around people of faith is, yeah. is what I'll say. Um, and that that massively impacted my life. But by the time I was 16, uh, I was in a stage of really need to figure out what my faith of my life was going to be, whether it was Christian or just what I believed about myself in general. Mm-hmm. And so for the most part, I, I wasn't a believer uh, of anything outside of just trying to survive at high school yeah. for the most part. Yeah. And, get and through all the uh, get through all the deal, all the drama and all yeah. the relationships and everything else. Yeah. yeah. Make varsity if you can get first chair, like all that stuff that you're trying to do. And so yeah. I was preoccupied with that. Uh, but I, yeah, I got introduced to Young Life my senior year of high school. So uh, there was a teacher at my high school named Rusty Bailey, uh, who was my Young Life leader outside of school. And so basically that relationship just started by uh, he knew a lot of the students at the school. He's very vested there. He cared about kids. He mm-hmm. wasn't just there to kind of get the check and go home, but he, he really cared deeply about the youth in his city. And so he learned about my story for, through some friends that I had known. He was a coach of the girls soccer team. And so he knew some of the other coaches and some of the other players. And I had some friends on the swim team that were part of a, what was called a young life club. And at the time, to be honest, it's any, when you're not a believer, anything Christian is, is the Kool-Aid, you know, I didn't want to drink it, you know, <laughs> yeah. I didn't want anything to do with it. Uh, but my friends were my friends and uh, I, I, I went to, parties with them and the say I did everything with them. And so they actually had to trick me into going to, to Young so Life the first time. They said, hey, we're going to go to a house party. And it's like, I remember them going like, you know, we didn't really lie. And I was like, "Nah, you did. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just let you think what you wanted. To yeah, think. whatever That's you want to think. But I remember getting to, to Young Life. And so my first experience with Young Life is I got there and I saw the same kids that, that I saw at the house parties. I saw the same kids that I saw uh, at school that were the bullies and, and the kids that were some of the outcasts that you might, you might think. And so it took me a good 20 minutes to realize that I wasn't at a house party. That's why I couldn't <laughs> find the alcohol anywhere. Yeah, I couldn't find any of the stuff you'd normally see there, yeah. but the energy and the environment was the same. And so I decided to stay. And that, that first time, 
And uh, it was that night that Rusty Bailey got, and that's right then. That's when I knew it was Young Life because I knew he was a he was a Christian and he worked for this thing called Young Life. They're like, uh, or volunteer there. They did, yeah. <laughs> they got me. And once you're all sitting down quiet, like you can be yeah. a jerk, but you're not that much of a jerk. You're yeah. Walk and walk out. I almost did, but he he cracked open the Bible uh, up in front of in, in a living room of a family I didn't know with with a, a bunch of dirty, stinky teenagers sitting on the floor, me included. And uh, I remember he told the story of the bleeding woman, and he he talked about how uh, this woman just had kind of tried everything else and nothing had worked and that she thought that, you know, if Jesus has something, if he's as big as they say he is, then maybe if I do this, it was kind of a mix of if he's who they say he is and I'm too scared to do more than just this. And I remember resonating with that so much, just hearing about who Jesus was, having heard of him as a kid, having known people of faith. And I I just wanted to try something different. What really, what really cracked it open for me was uh, when Rusty talked about how Jesus stopped in the midst of a really high paced ministry that he was doing and including a high paced activity he was about to do next. And just to listen to this woman's story, I had wow. not, I'd felt like as a teenager that people weren't doing that for me. They weren't stopping and listening to my story. And then uh, what really made that real is that Rusty did that for the rest of my senior year is he stopped and he listened to my story and he, he sat through all the difficult stuff. He sat through all the accusations and all the, all the profanity and all the other things that, you know, spewing his way to, to try to push him away. And yeah. he just stuck around and heard my story. And after a while, uh, he took me to a Young Life camp that summer and I got to hear the gospel presented without the distractions of home and all that stuff with someone that I trusted, an adult mm-hmm. that cared about me. And it just kind of became clear. And I decided from that point forward, I was going to start walking with the Lord. And so when I was 18, that's kind of when I started to live out that faith life and started going to Young Life College and, and being a part of that environment and later leading and that's it's so been kind of everything since that. Yeah. Yeah. What a powerful testimony too. And I, and that's kind of the theme of young life. I, I mean, mm-hmm. is, um, is all about personal relationships mm-hmm. is that, Hey, we're not, uh, I love what you were saying about how, um, he took the time to stop and connect with you. Um, that all the busyness of life didn't take away from his mm-hmm. goal to really spend some time with you and sit down and, and, uh, get off the freeway and, uh, do it. And, and that's a challenge for all of us, too, because there's so much going on in life. Mm-hmm. And yet that's what you guys are doing. And that's what makes the difference. So that's super exciting. Well, we're coming up on a break already. Um, that's our first 10 minutes here. We've got four more segments left with Christy and Tobias. So I hope you'll stay and and listen to the their testimony as well as um, the ministry of Young Life and what they're doing. I think it's fantastic. Younglife.org is their website. If you're looking for the East County Young Life, uh, their website's more specific. It's eastcounty.younglife.org. And uh, there's some really cool things they're doing also with disabled kids, which you don't hear about this a lot, but Young Life's ministry is specifically reaching out to kids who have disabilities, which um, I think is a really, really cool thing um, because sometimes those kids get kind of left in the dust. And so that's a really, really cool opportunity for you to hear about. So stay with us. And if you want to call in, please call in. The number's up there on our uh, Facebook page. It's 866-577-2473. There we go. Okay, we'll be right back. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. 
Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30 and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. Thanks for listening today. This is Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org. I'd love for you to stop by and visit. I'd love your your feedback. If you enjoy a show, please um, subscribe to us on YouTube. We also have it on podcast. And um, there's all kinds of shows that I have up there with amazing people. Uh, That's one of the things I love about being able to be a radio show host is I get to meet all these super cool people that God is using all over the world. I recently interviewed John Irwin. He's the director of I Can Only Imagine, the movie that just recently came out. Uh, I Can Only Imagine is the most um, played song in modern uh, history, Christian song. And uh, John Irwin made a movie about it, uh, Abusive Father and uh, how his uh, abusive father was redeemed uh, and met Christ and uh, saved. Also interviewed recently Doug Axe, who wrote the book Undeniable. And that particular book is about how it's undeniable through the, uh, a look at genetics that God exists and DNA. Also just recently interviewed Rebecca Kiesling, who is a pro-life speaker who was conceived through rape. And she shares her testimony about how she came to Christ uh, after finding out Um, When she found out as she got older as a teenager that her mother was raped and that's how she became born. And today she travels the world speaking, arguing for um, the pro-life position. So uh, my guests today are, uh, let's see here, Tobias Hagland and Christy Fox. They're with Young Life, Life younglife.org. And uh, we just heard from Tobias and his testimony. So Christy, you're up. And um, Christy, uh, if you haven't noticed already watching on online here, she's smiling all the time. And uh, <laughs> she told me that she was just with 40 junior hires. So what were you doing hanging out with 40 junior hires? At a lunch club at Coronado Middle School where kids come in a room during the middle of their lunch hour, have pizza and hear a little bit from somebody who cares about them about who God is. That's so, awesome. Fun. Now I have a question for you. So okay. when somebody decides to get involved with Young Life, 
do they get to pick who they hang out with or is it kind of like here's where we need you and you're going to go hang out with these kids a little bit of both a little bit of both okay yeah depending on the need and then also if somebody's wired a certain way where they yeah yeah because i'm like i i I don't think i could hand out (laughs) handle uh junior hires ah (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) they're too wild man they're so squirrely we do call our junior high program we call wildlife for a reason that makes sense Yeah, Yeah. yeah i teach at a christian high school you know and and uh, there's the junior high teachers, the middle school teachers, and then there's the high school teachers. And, you know, they're two different breeds. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Something a little crazy about yeah. junior high. Yeah, yeah. that's them, great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us about how you got involved. I mean, you've been involved for uh, how many years now? 24. 24 years. Yeah. That's incredible. That's awesome. Uh, so tell us how you, you, you know, your upbringing kind of like, uh, kind of like, um, why do I keep Tobias did? Yeah. Right. It's a, it's a I keep wanting name. to call you Todd. Yeah. I, I don't know why. Yeah. That's horrible. Tobias. Go ahead. So uh, Tobias... Unlike Tobias, I was not involved with Young Life in high school. I actually invited, I was invited every single week. So there was a Young Life leader who came on campus and invited a group of my friends and I to Young Life every single week. And every single week I said no. So all of my friends went. Uh, I was a kid who grew up in the church who didn't understand the purpose of Young Life. So Young Life's, I mean, really the mission is to invite disinterested kids into a relationship with Jesus Mm -hmm. and at least explore who he is. And so... I didn't really understand that. I didn't understand where all my friends that, you know, weren't interested in God at all would go to Young Life. And so <laughs> I, I was a total hypocritical Christian who was living the same life they were, but felt like I was a little bit more knowledgeable. And so um, I, I found a disconnect. I didn't understand Young Life until I was in college. And it wasn't until college that I understood my faith in my life actually had to be congruent hmm. and that faith should make an impact on how your everyday life was lived. And so when I realized that, I thought, ah, I need to hang out with high school kids and tell them this because I really didn't get it. Oh, and so cool. found myself at a church ministry and found myself really hanging outside in the parking lot with the kids that were coming from Young Life that were trying to connect to a church that were in the parking lot smoking. And I thought, ooh, these are the kids I want to be with. And so that that was my introduction to Young Life was hanging out with kids in the parking lot who said, I don't know if I can go inside. I, I met God through Young Life, but I'm, I've never been to church. And I thought, ooh, this is the space I want to be in. Isn't that interesting? I, that's so interesting because um, I've run into that a lot, too. You'll have kids that will go to something like Young Life or they'll go and hang out with something, but they're afraid to step through the doors of the church. Yeah. And Young Life is kind of filling that gap. Is that is that that's, kind of what the purpose is? That's our hope. Yeah. yeah. Our hope is to introduce. We see ourselves as not necessarily a parachurch ministry, but we want to be alongside of the church. So we see ourselves as an arm of the church where we want to go and grab kids that may not be interested because they're just scared or have had exposure in a variety of ways that hasn't set well with them and then try to figure out how do we connect them back to a local body that can be theirs forever. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, so um, it's not often that you run into somebody that's been involved with the same ministry for (laughs) so long. So obviously you're, you're completely sold out on Young Life. So what is it that makes Young Life different than, say, other ministries? Um, All the ministries, I think that I've, uh, you know, had the opportunity to talk to the leadership. So they all have a different part. We're the body of Christ, right? Mm -hmm. We're all playing a role. Um, is there a niche kind of that Young Life's going after? Is there a a different way of approaching a different angle they're coming at things? Yeah, for me, why Young Life is such a neat fit is because it's adventure, it's fun, it's faith, and it's friendships all rolled into one. And mm-hmm. so that's just how I'm wired. I think that's exciting for me yeah, and energizing for me. And like I said before, I, I find there is this sweet spot in my heart for high school and middle school and young college students that are trying to figure it out and don't have it dialed in. So 
for me, that's I, I love being with people asking questions that seem ridiculous to others. But to me, I just go, oh, I get why you're asking that. Yeah, uh, it's a lot more fun for me to engage in conversations where people are discovering their faith than maybe for some that really love the, you know, deep theological mm, process with adults of getting into debating, what like. debating free will and yeah. uh, <laughs> Arminianism versus, uh, you know, Calvinism and these sorts of things. Right. Yeah. So I, I totally hear what you're saying. I think I, I feel a lot the same way is that um, it's nice to be able to talk to people who are kind of really green mm-hmm. or out there. Sometimes I go down to the beach and go witnessing and you run into people that are, you know, really uh, kind of far away from Christianity and they're asking a lot of basic questions and it's fun to dialogue with them and have the opportunity to minister to them. So that's super cool. So um, tell us a little bit also about uh, the different aspects of Young Life. So I know there are a whole bunch of different segments to the ministry and specifically I'm, I'm really interested in hearing a lot more about um, what you're doing with um disabilityministryconference.com. You said that there's this conference coming up. Can you tell us a little bit about that, Tobias? Yeah. So uh, Young Life has, uh, under kind of the larger umbrella of Young Life and Ministry uh, to people with special needs, uh, we call it Capernaum um, or Capernaum, depending on how you pronounce it. It comes from the story in the Bible. Jesus did a lot of his ministry kind of home basing out of the city of Capernaum, but there's a story where four friends bring bring their lame friend on a mat to a house where Jesus is preaching, break a hole open in the top and and drop him down because otherwise he wouldn't be able to get in himself. And so that's where the namesake of that element of Young Life comes from is uh, we care deeply about kids with special needs too. And we know that they need to hear the gospel and be able to relate to it in a way that works for them. And so uh, Capernaum is an effort for us to make the young life environment accessible to them. So we partner uh, with a a conference called the disability ministry conference, and we've done it for six years uh, in Southern California. It's going to be in Santa Ana this year on Saturday, April 28th. You can get all the information on disabilityministryconference.com, but essentially it's just uh, dozens of, of churches, parachurch, nonprofits, individual families, individual lay people uh, just getting together and sharing resources and learning from professionals uh, from around Southern California. Basically, we have a lot of people doing really great ministry in Southern California, but not too many places where they all get together. So this is just part of the effort that we're partnering with these other churches in order to try to do something where we can get together and make what we do even better. That's great. And um, are you looking at specific disabilities? Are you looking at um, when when you go to this conference, is this conference mostly for leadership or is this mostly for uh, young people who are dealing with a disability? This conference really is for anybody. We have tracks designed specifically, though, for people who are serving that community. So we really want to up the ante. We really want to up the quality of ministry that's being done or with is what we'd like to say, ministry with people with special needs. And But we have tracks on this kind of suggested ways to go about it. So we have a whole track that's suggested for people who work with youth. And uh, we'll have trainings that are are specially made for people in that kind of lifestyle. We have a track uh, for people like executive pastors who are trying to figure out, I started this church or I'm managing this church and I don't know how to change, adjust or include, uh, you know, because our church wasn't designed at the outset to do this. And so we have really amazing people who have done that to be able to teach them and show them what their options are. There's another track for uh, parents. Uh, who may be trying to figure out how do I advocate in a healthy way at my church? How do I talk to an executive pastor and tell them about this? Or maybe they're just, they just had a kid for the first time with special needs and they don't know where to go from here when it comes to their faith life, because it's enough to try to figure out how are we going to get them into schools? How are we going to, you know, OT, PT, all that stuff. Yep. Uh, Having a conversation with a church, you want it to go smoothly and uh, the, the parents just need to learn how to advocate. So there's that. And then we just have an intro track for people that say, Hey, I kind of have a tug or a pull and, 
I don't know what to do with it. We say, come, great. We're going to talk about disability theology. We're going to talk about the world of disability. We're going to talk about disability 101. What are all these different things? And when people talk about what do they mean by that? Yeah. And then our fifth one is just a special interest. And so um, every year we kind of change up those courses. And so we've got a great guy, Jeff McNair, who uh, lives in Redlands, teaches at CBU. And he's just got some really, really phenomenal stuff on just new uh, disability church Styles, some some work and, and faith development stuff, kind of in in yeah in lieu together. I, you know, so it's we're, good. we're coming up on a break here, but I think that's so fantastic because I mean, Christ's heart. If you look at in the scriptures and in the gospels, um, he's reaching out to the lepers. He's he's reaching out to the mm-hmm. woman who had that, that she was bleeding for so many years, and he's constantly uh, reaching out to the blind and those who are less fortunate. And really, mm-hmm. um, that's our testimony to the world. Right? Is that um, we're not here for it's it, he says i came to save the the lost right not the found not the, everybody who's got it all pulled together he's come for that so that's really exciting mm-hmm. um if you're listening and you have if you are disabled or you have a son or daughter who has a dis- disability that's disabilityministryconference.com and we'll talk a little bit more about that throughout the show so stay with us we're going to be right back Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 7.30 to 5.30, and Saturdays, 7.30 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? Never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. I'm giving Okay, thanks for tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. Again, my website is educateforlife.org. You can um, watch previous shows on our YouTube channel, Educate for Life Video. We're also podcasting the show. And uh, so please check those out. Love to have you subscribe to the channel. That'd be a huge blessing. If you'd like to connect with us on a regular basis, you can also sign up for our email list. Just go to my website. Just click on our, our regular newsletter. You'll be informed about upcoming shows, past shows, 
special events, and also classes that I teach. I've got a ton of classes up there on all kinds of subjects. Like, how do we know that God exists? How do we know that the Bible's real history, not just fictional? How do we know that the right books are in the Bible? Um, some of the issues that are hard for kids to answer right now are, why does the Bible talk about slavery in the Old Testament, for example? And um, how do I deal with the issue of homosexuality or the whole gender question that's coming up a lot in our culture today? How do I respond in a biblically loving way to these tough issues? And um, my guests today are Tobias and Christy. They're both with Young Life. If you want to check out uh, here locally in San Diego, it's eastcounty.younglife.org. And you can also check out younglife.org. The vision for Young Life began all the way back in the 1930s. This is a very, um, it's a ministry that's been around for a long time. Began with a woman, Clara Frasher, if I'm saying her name correctly, she got together a bunch of friends, and her goal was to pray for the teenagers that were attending the local high school. That was specifically in Texas. The high school was Gainesville High School. And um, that's carrying on. Here we are today, uh, 2018, and uh, this ministry is still going on. So uh, fantastic. Um, can you guys share with us a little bit about what it looks like, your everyday ministry experience looks like, so people can kind of see be behind the scenes um, what is it you do, and kind of what they can pray for you for. And if there is somebody out there who's listening who says, you know what, what you're sharing resonates with me, I feel a little tug on my own heart to get involved in something so that maybe they can know a little bit about what they would be getting themselves involved with if they decided to join up. Yeah. Christy, you want to? Sure. Yeah. Lots of different ways to get involved, but an everyday life of, so we rally around, we may have staff that are scattered throughout our kind of region doing Young Life that are paid, but a vast majority of the people that are working alongside of kids are volunteers. So we have almost a thousand volunteers within the San Diego, Orange County, Riverside area that are working alongside of our 75 staff or so. And, um, and so that's where the fun happens is yeah. because you can leverage people to use their innate gifts and desires to reach kids with the gospel. And so um, what that looks like really is just walking alongside of kids relationally. And in lieu of inviting them to something that we're putting on, we try to enter into their world and show we care about who you are, regardless of what you think about faith. And want to invite you to explore this faith thing alongside of somebody like Tobias said, his young life leader that he knew cared about him. And so he was willing to listen to what they have to say. So we always, one of our young life phrase tag, kind of taglines is earning the right to be heard. Mm. And so we believe that in order for students to hear what you have to say and to care about what you're saying, they've got to know the heart from which it's coming. And so we spend a lot of time hanging out at basketball games and football games and showing up as chaperones at high schools and middle schools, figuring out how we can serve. And so our, our goal is to serve the school and to be a presence among kids in their, in their own worlds. That's great. So. Now, what would you say to somebody who, who says, Oh, I feel, I feel like I want to get involved, but I'm nervous. I'm not, I'm afraid of high school students. You know, I know a lot of teachers or substitute teachers that they come into a classroom and they're a little bit nervous too, you know? And, and so, um, there's a lot of, uh, you know, I know in my, my own students, they're constantly, uh, you know, talking about people and they, they, they critique everything, right? <laughs> I walk in, if I don't have a shirt that perfectly matches my pants, they let me know, you know, or uh, they'll criticize you about, you know, whatever it might be, you know. Uh, so how do you, uh, what do you share with people about that? One of the things I've heard Tobias say before, as we do training with students with disabilities, and I would say this goes for being with any students because everybody's uncomfortable, is 
be learn how to be comfortable being uncomfortable. Okay. And that goes a long <laughs> way, right? Like, what would that look like in life to just learn to be uncomfortable? And as yeah. scary as it is for us, it's really intimidating now, for should, high schoolers to a, have there conversations. There should be a class on that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> learn how to be comfortable being, uh, being uncomfortable. Or someone you know, should write a book. That sounds but like that's a good what, book that's title. what Jesus did. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, yeah. he entered into places that most people would feel were very uncomfortable. And so... For some, that is a push that we would say, hey, try this out. Like, you'd actually be really great at this. And there are other spaces, though, for adults who feel like being with students may not be my thing, but we've got plenty of places where they could serve behind the scenes. Um, we have committees of adults who rally around the staff and the volunteers in that area, and they support them, equip them, help with funding. I mean, the whole thing, they pray like those women did who started Young Life. And so there are a lot of spaces for people to jump in, whether that's right alongside of kids or as donors or as behind the scenes laborers or prayer warriors. So there's a lot of different places where people, one of our best, in fact, one of my best Young Life volunteers ever was a grandma Mm -hmm. and everybody else would say, oh, I can't, I'm too old. And she was scared to death. Uh, but was was one of the best, most endearing volunteers that we've ever had. And a lot of a lot of the kids, I think, they're missing extended family. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of the kids that I talk to, they don't have those grandmas or grandpas in their life. And so, for somebody to come in and just be available for prayer or or just to be present um, means a lot to them. So that's really cool. The power of presence is huge. Yeah, you know, it's it's so funny because I I learned that a while back too. Is that um, Sometimes I, I had a I had a, a kid who was going through cancer and I was kind of like, Lord, how do I deal with this? What am I supposed to say? You know, this is a very difficult situation. And I felt like the Lord was telling me, Kevin, the, the most important thing you can do is you need to be present for him. Mm. You need to be there for him. You need to be uh, somebody he can spiritually hang on to. Mm. And uh, that really um, was amazing to me. And I think uh, in my friendships, too, sometimes it's just it's not that you give the the best advice. It's just that somebody knows, hey, they're there. They're texting me. They're praying for me. So that's really yeah. encouraging. Yeah. So if you're out there and you're listening right now, and uh, again, if this is if you're connecting with uh, what we're talking about with Christy and Tobias or talking about with Young Life, please don't hesitate to get involved because you're going to make a difference. Um, it's, and, and again, it's not about saving the whole world. It's about that one kid right there, right in front of you to make a difference. But what about you, Tobias? Tell us uh, your uh, daily routine or your weekly routine. What, what does it look like? Yeah, my daily routine as an area director is, I, I don't want to scare people away too much with all that, but so <laughs> I'll give you uh, the volunteer side yeah. of, of my daily routine. And it's a lot like what Christy said and what you've said. Is a lot of it's just about presence. And I'd say also just stability and consistency. And I think kids are turning to a lot of things in the world to find life. Mm. And ultimately what they turn to long-term is what will continue to receive them. And so when you have loving, caring adults in the lives of teenagers that will continue to receive them, not just the four years they're in high school, but will continue to walk through them like my Young Life leader has. I just saw him a couple weeks ago. I went and spoke at the banquet in Riverside. And with Rusty? With Rusty. Well, yeah. that's incredible. So that was, that's a lifelong relationship. Yeah, 13 years ago. We still know he's one of my donors and supporters, and uh, he's the biggest cheerleader of mine. And I uh, gave him one of my old hats from my Young Life area. And he's <laughs> so grateful that the little bit of time, he only spent probably seven months of actual meaningful relationship with me. And I I would recommend to most of our volunteers, like you're probably not going to get a lot done in seven months, but you also never know. And I was a senior in high school. Most people would have said, Hey, we're going to start with freshmen, but he's just following the Lord's leading. And I really believe that if people are meant to disciple teenagers, like the Lord will prick your heart and it'll be really hard for you to say no. And I think I'm just, 
I think we're just really here to say, hey, you're not going to do this alone. What I love about the ministry of Young Life is it's we're in over 100 countries. I mean, we, we have all kinds of different people doing ministry. And the ministry we do is so diverse as well. Just in East County, we have outreach to several high schools with very different demographics. Our leaders look different. They all go to different churches. We have a ministry to uh, college-age students at, at private Christian schools and at uh, the community college. And we also have ministry to teen moms, which does not look like what you do with high schoolers. So I've got... Um, you know, uh, empty nester moms that help watch babies wow. for us so yeah. that we can give teen moms an opportunity to experience really a, a situation neat. like Young Life. That's called Young Lives. So okay. that's a ministry we have out in East County and so, several so places. So tell us a little bit more about that. So how did that get going? Has that been around for a while or is that I a, would love to. Thing? I don't know the exact founding date. Christy, do you know what that is? Long enough. It was, yeah. It's been in East County for, for longer than I have been. My wife and I have been there for... Um, and About that's five an incredible years, need. I know that. Huge at, uh, need. You wouldn't even realize. Yeah. I, I was talking to a teacher over at, um, who teaches over at Grossmont High School, and he told me that that there is actually um, about 120 young moms at Grossmont High School that are going through a particular program. Yeah, the be- district nursery there on campus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so what, a, what, a, and that's what the Bible says is look after widows and orphans. Exactly. And so here you are uh, having that opportunity to reach out. Do you know how many people are involved in that? I'm just curious off the top of... If you don't, that's okay. Locally in East County? Yeah. In East County, we have about 40 volunteers across the board between uh, people who are individually discipling high school students all the way to our adult support team that help us fundraise, help us plan events, and then all the way to those child care workers that come into the Young Lives Clubs and watch babies. And so uh, there's really, there's a place anywhere. If it's a matter of just, do you care about teenagers? Do you have, do you have any amount of time? Yeah. We're one of those ministries that like, we, we would, we would love to be a benefactor of your heart. You know, in in any way that you can do it. And we've got great people that can't give their time, but they can support us financially or they can support us in prayer. I've got great mentors that give time to our our adult volunteers and to our kids. And it's just about loving kids. There's always a way to do that. That's fantastic. So my guests today are Tobias, uh, Tobias Hagland and Christy Fox. They're with Young Life. EastCounty.YoungLife.org is uh, the East County website. YoungLife.org is um, if you want to, if you're out of state or, or more broadly, if you're looking at the ministry, they have a, a fantastic opportunity coming up. It's a conference. It's called uh, the Disability Ministry Conference, and the website is disabilityministryconference.com. Please check that out. That's in, on April 28th in Santa Ana, California, and uh, that's a big need also. Stay with us. We have two more segments, and if you'd like to call in and ask them a question, love to have your phone call. Our phone number is 866 866- Five seven seven two four seven three. I have to look at my screen there. I have to zoom in on my screen. I, I I can't see the number. My eyes aren't. My eyes are going. My hair went, and now my eyes are going. Okay, we'll be right back. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching.
teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Educate for Life helps you build your life on the rock. LG Equipment helps builders build on good soil. Luke Gibson's team at LG Equipment is your local source for grading, demolition, hauling, and more. Learn about their bulk water services from trucks to tankers to towers at rentwatertower.com. Get your questions answered. Call LG Equipment at 619-988-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-988-0924. There's got to be more. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. And if you're watching, uh, if you're streaming of the show, um, you get to see all this behind-the-scenes stuff here, uh, <laughs> us acting goofy. And um, I really appreciate you joining in and watching our program today or listening to our program. It's a blessing to have you. Uh, please feel free to check out my website, educateforlife.org. I want to reiterate on May 15th, I know it's still a ways away, but... May 15th. It's a Tuesday evening. We're having a big conference. Um, It's going to be out in East County. And uh, it's EFLDannyRay.com is the website where you can register. Use the code register early and you get a free ticket. You can get as many free tickets as you want. We just really want to pack it out. Our goal is to connect you with ministries like Young Life and other ministries and to give um, to educate people about their freedom to share the faith in the public schools. So a lot of people are afraid. They don't know what's legal or not. Can I read my Bible in school? Can I talk about Christmas in school? Is it okay to talk about the resurrection? And teachers especially are afraid. They think, hey, as soon as I cross the threshold of the public school campus, all of a sudden I've got to be complete. I've got to abandon my faith. I've got to keep it, keep my mouth closed about Christianity. But in fact, that's actually not true. In fact, if you, if I had Eric Buer on the radio He would tell you, and I know you're not going to believe me when I say this, but he would tell you that the California education code out of all 50 states is the most friendly code to Christianity, if you can believe that. When he told me that, I was like, no, you're lying. You're lying. But no, it's it's true. He doesn't lie. He's a Christian. And he's going to be telling us all about the incredible opportunities we have to share our faith uh, legally, not by causing trouble, but legally in the schools. And we want to do that. Why do we want to do that? Because Jesus Christ is the hope of the world, right? Without Jesus Christ, what hope do we have? We have no hope for eternal life without Jesus Christ. So please come out. It's May 15th. Love to have you join us. My guests today are Tobias Hagland and Christy Fox. They are both involved with Young Life, and they're sharing the gospel with all these kids that need the Lord. Uh, Really cool. Um, I want to emphasize again, they have a conference coming up on April 28th. It's the disabilityministryconference.com is the website. And you can check it out and learn how to be more of a light to those families that are struggling with kids with disabilities. And I um, personally, this is, it's personal to me, my middle daughter, I have three little kids. My middle daughter um, has cystic fibrosis. So every day when we take our kid, our our little kids to um, the the child uh, care and the Sunday school, um, she has to take a bottle of enzymes. And every morning she has to do a vest that's vibrating and she has a, she's more sensitive to getting sick and all these sorts of things. And uh, we visit with a group of parents that all have a kids with cystic fibrosis. And, um, it, and, and so I, I hear uh, it's, it's significant. Uh, it's probably not something I would have thought about too much before. But um, I think what I've noticed is that a lot of those parents, they do struggle to know how do I communicate with the youth leaders the needs that I have without feeling like a nag or somebody who's uh, causing trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think that's so great that you guys are doing that. 
Um, and you shared with us there's a bunch of different tracks and opportunities for people to do that, right? Yeah, a bunch of different tracks and a bunch of different sources as well. Young Life is not the epitome of knowledge on disability ministry. So we partner because we have we have our own niche of outreach and, and discipleship that we, we, we bring something to the table. But it's, it's an amazing mix of people that can speak into people coming in for the first time yeah. or speaking to people from youth or parents or executive pastors or people who are just starting or even people just have an interest in hearing more. Yeah. There's there's something really for everybody. Well, I wanted to um, ask you, Christy, you've been doing this for 24 years now. Can you share with us anything off the top of your head that comes to mind, any memories mm. that really stand out about um, this was amazing? I saw God really show up here or or uh, the impact that uh, Young Life has had on some kids, maybe personally, that really um, kind of stuck with you. Oh, so many. Um, I sat at a table with 10 junior hires just last night talking about the Easter story, many of whom it was new for. They just, they didn't know how it all unfolded. Um, But I'll go back to my first time that I ever took high schoolers to camp. Young Life Camp is different than any of the camps I had ever been to. Um, It was just, you start from ground zero. If, If kids show up and don't know anything about the gospel, our hope is that by the end of the week, they would understand a full picture of who Jesus is. And so I remember sitting with a girl named Katie who had never heard it before, was a self-declared atheist going into our week and said, I'm planning the party when I get home so that I can make sure I just forget everything I learned. I mean, literally on the bus, say, on our way there saying, I'm already planning a party when I get home because I, I, I don't want to come home different. Wow, you, said, you, you, okay. don't get, you don't get any more raw than that. Right. right? So, and that's <laughs> what I love. So I'm on the bus with her thinking, OK, and I just asked people to pray. And we got there on the very last day of camp. We're talking about what she had taken away out of the week. And she looked at me with these really bright blue eyes. Um, and I'll never forget it because she said, she said, Christy, she said, I have always seen the world in black and white. This is the first time I feel like I've ever seen this world in color. Whoa. And she said, God has done something to my eyes and my heart this week. I don't think I'll ever be the same. And I looked at her and she goes, I'm canceling that party when I get home. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It was just beautiful. Like just this moment for her. And it was, it was a journey, but it was just this journey for her that started with this unveiling, right? Like this unveiling of the truth to her in a way that she just couldn't walk away from. So, so it was, cool. a, it was just this image that stuck in my head of this black and white to color. And I, that's been my prayer ever since when I've taken kids to camp is I just pray that they would leave seeing Jesus in color um, and where and life differently. Yeah. That, that is mm-hmm. so phenomenal. So what um, are these camps once a year? Are they every summer or when do they take place? We have camps that happen throughout the school year, and those are local. And so we'll bring, you know, our down here in San Diego, we brought over a thousand kids to weekend camps down there of all ages. And but during the summer, we've got summer camps that are allocated specifically for as high school, middle school outreach camps. So we have a camp in Northern California and a camp in Arizona that are high school specific and also do full weeks for kids with disabilities that are gauged and designed specifically for them, as well as teen mom camps where these teenage moms get to go and we have childcare provided for them and they get to experience a typical high school week of camp and then a middle school camp also in San Diego. So when you go in the summer, it's a once a kind of once a summer, but then throughout the year, we've got ongoing weekend. So, so that's really neat how you guys, um, you kind of break it up into the specific needs of the kids. And that's, that's different than most camps. Most camps, it's kind of like, Hey, everybody's going to the same camp, but here you're actually breaking it down to their specific needs. Yeah. We have discipleship camps too. So that that way it's not just physical needs of kids and where they're at, but it's also where you're spiritually, 
where are you spiritually needing to be right now? Mm-hmm. And is it a discipleship camp or is it an outreach camp? And let's find the best spot for you. Oh, wow. So but there's, there's really nothing like seeing, you know, 200 teenage moms at a camp mm-hmm. with their babies, with childcare workers that pay to get there so that they can <laughs> walk alongside. It's, it's unbelievable. And then you watch them at the end of the week, standing up, making this profession of faith with a baby in their arms. Whoa, and you're just thinking, or two. Ah, yeah. Life will never be the same for them yeah. or their kids. How can you not yeah. uh, that, that, uh, thinking about that? It makes me want to cry. That's it's, crazy. It's that's pretty amazing. That's, that is really, really incredible. And I don't know who else does that. There may be other people never, out there doing that. I've but never heard of anything it's, like it's that. It's pretty crazy and ridiculous to do. And yeah. I think young life's just wild and crazy enough to try stuff like that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, right. Let's just bring 200 teen moms and babies and see what yeah, happens. And yeah. It's awesome. So uh, if you're listening and this, and this inspires you, encourage you, I encourage you to get involved. Please um, support their ministry. Stuff like this doesn't happen for free. So uh, younglife.org, if you want to support them, um, that would be a huge blessing. How is Young Life funded? How does that work? funded by people in the community. Okay. So staff go out and do their own personal fundraising, but really we believe that we want a community to own it. We don't want to just show up and do something that we think is great. We want the community to think, gosh, this is needed. We want to see this happen. And so it's really all funded from within. There's no magic young life tree that rains down money. (laughs) So it's all funded by a local (laughs) community that says we want to see this happen. And people that believe in ministry to high school kids and middle school kids and college students. So it's really organically funded in a beautiful way, but it also makes it tough because yeah. we're out there. Our staff are not just out there with kids and leaders and doing the hard work in the trenches of just life of kids, but yeah. they're also out fundraising. Yep. yep. So, I know what that's like. Well, um, we have one segment left. And uh, when we get back, Tobias is going to share with us some of his memories, some of the experience he's had. And uh, stay with us. We're going to be right back. Uh, Christy and uh, Tobias Hagland and um, well, Christy Fox and Tobias Hagland. And uh, we'll be right back and uh, finish off our show today. Thanks for being with us. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530, and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? Never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. Luke Gibson of LG Equipment supports Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Luke grew up in the construction industry and now serves LG's commercial and residential customers throughout Southern California. Whether you need grading, paving, hauling, demolition, on-site bulk water service, water trucks, tankers, and towers, call LG Equipment at 619-998-0924. Learn more at lgequipment.com. 619-998-0924. 
Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website's educateforlife.org. And on May 15th, we have a huge event reaching out to students, uh, parents, teachers, and administrators in the public schools. Those of you who are Christians out there who want to be encouraged and inspired um, uh, on being a light in the public schools, uh, Eric Bure is going to be with us. He's an expert on the education code in California, and he's going to be sharing with you what's legal and uh, where that line is that you don't want to cross as far as, uh, you know, sharing your faith is concerned and what's legal and what's not. It'll just be a real blessing to you and an encouragement. I hope you can come out. Uh, EFLDannyRay.com is our website and would love to have you join us. My guests today are Christy Fox and Tobias Hagland. They're with Young Life, and if you've been listening, uh, this ministry is just phenomenal. It's different than a lot of other ministries. There's a lot of ministries that have that that are reaching kids in different ways, and uh, they have their own niche. I love um, this whole ministry uh, to reach uh, young teen moms. Uh, if The stats that I was looking up on that say that the age at which a teenage girl begins to parent her child alone is the number one indicator of poverty. Mm. So uh, teenage pregnancy, it, it, my, my wife's sister got pregnant as a teenager, and she was actually considering having an abortion. And um, my wife was able to persuade her not to do that. And today that young man, he just graduated high school not too long ago, and he's in love with the Lord. Uh, he, he's uh, just doing amazing. Mm. And you look at that and you see what, what God has done and how he can rescue uh, rescue us from our own uh, mistakes and the things that we do that uh, aren't always the wisest, and uh, he can redeem that. So it's so mm-hmm. exciting. But mm-hmm. Tobias, I wanted to give you a chance to share a little bit how you've seen God work in the ministry and yeah. uh, through your efforts. Yeah, I've got two stories I'd love to tell. One is kind of a short term, and then another one is kind of a long term story. That's I'll do the short term one first. But um, this one has has impacted me a lot. So last year. Um, I had this experience with this uh, young woman who was a student at one of the high schools in East County, and she is of a different faith. And she was coming to one of the lunch clubs. I've been doing a lunch club at this school for over five years and um, got a great relationship with the staff there and um, had a great relationship with the teachers that have hosted us. But uh, the Young Life Lunch Clubs are crazy because kids come in there and they're, they're, they're throwing stuff and they're, they're cussing up a storm and they're pushing each other. And it's just like... Man, sometimes I feel like I got to wear a helmet going in there, but I love it. It's amazing, yeah. and it's it's so cool though to see what happens. Though uh, we we allow this craziness and this uh, ruthlessness almost to kind of just like, hey, it's going to be what it's going to be, because towards the end of our lunch club, you know, one of our volunteers stands up and opens the Bible, and it's uh, it's one of those beautiful things where you see the room get silent because it's been communicated that hey, we don't take ourselves seriously, but we take the love of Jesus so seriously. You know, it is something that's so important for them to hear. And yeah. so I love to hear the crazy slowly turn into a quiet. And then that's one person just speaking the truth. I just, I, that, that gives me, that gives me chills. I love that. But there was this one girl that, that came and she was of a different faith. And, uh, she sat in the back of the room with her book up in front of her face. And, uh, uh, and I just kept giving my talk. And, uh, the next week she came back and she was, uh, sitting in the middle roll with, with her book in front of her face. And then once she went like this, 
and then put the book back. And I just noticed her. And the week after that, then she was sitting in the second row, right, right behind from the first one. And she was sitting there and she had her, she had her book sitting right, right in front of her and it was open, you know, and then the next week is, I wish it was, if I'm lying, I'm dying. You know, the first, <laughs> and then the first row, the next week she was there, uh, she was sitting in the front row and uh, she didn't have her book out and she just had her hands crossed like this staring at me, you know? Yeah. And then the next week uh, I came in, it was, it was such a packed room. We had a huge amount of kids there. And uh, I found her. I thought she hadn't come. And I was like, man, she was getting closer and closer. Have you and said anything to her at this point in time? Uh, no, I tried to, but um, I, I went to give her a high five and she said, I'm not allowed to touch guys. And I was like, oh, yep, yeah. no problem. No big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, you're welcome here. Um, and, and then I thought she wasn't there. And I remember I was telling the story about the woman caught in adultery. And um, I love to uh, bring the story to life. I just, so I dipped down on the ground and started to rub my finger on the carpet and just kind of emulating what Jesus did riding in the sand. And I brought up my eyes and she was sitting right in front of me with her, with her, with her hands, you know, her legs crossed and her elbows on her knees and her palms like this, just, and I knew it wasn't at me. It's like, she was watching Jesus in this moment. I think in the same way that the, the woman caught in adultery probably was. And I just loved that because there was no way that was going to happen without the five, six weeks prior. And there's mm-hmm. no way that she was going to feel that vulnerable and that safe yeah. without all the permission to be herself and to not need anything else to happen. And that impacted me so much. And then the other one is, um, it's a long, more of a long term, but it's, it's a short explanation to it. It's a, uh, these two kids, uh, Rudy and Josh who are graduating this year, one from Steel Canyon, one from Valhalla. And, um, I've just, I've known them since they were, uh, seventh graders and, um, being able to walk with these kids for six years, and it, not having to be a thing, just like it's because of a friendship. They're, yeah. they're both student leaders in our ministry now, too, and they're reaching their friends for Christ. And uh, Rudy's bringing like six guys to camp already, wow. you know, that don't love the Lord. And I'm just like, what is what, what are you what are you drinking? Because it's not something I gave you. You yeah. know, it's just like craziness. And I think that is so special. And we're not the only ones that do that, but we're definitely one of the ones that do. I, yeah. I love that we walk with kids, not just for a couple of years or for a year or during a program, but like, I love these kids. They're part of my life and I'm part of theirs. And, you know, Rudy's going off into the military and Josh is moving out to Boston and I can't wait to visit and I can't wait to just cheer them on from afar and just be part of that support structure that sees them continue That's to grow. Really so cool. I mean, the fact that you've been involved in the ministry for so long is a testimony in and of itself. I mean, 24 years and nine years, that speaks to the longevity of the relationships that you can build by being involved for so long. And like you said, that's what, you know, that's a lot of what kids are looking for. They're looking for that stability. They're looking for that consistent presence. Mm. And uh, so if you're listening today, again, I just want to emphasize if, if what, what they're sharing, if what Christy and Tobias are sharing resonates with you and you're feeling, Hey, maybe the Holy spirit is tugging on my heart. There's so many ways to be involved and make a difference here. And uh, you know, the Bible tells us, uh, invest in what's eternal, what is not going to wear out or rust out mm. or be destroyed by, you know, moths and, and so forth. We want to invest in the kingdom of God. And and this is gold. These stories that you're sharing are gold to see these kids' lives change. And then, like you said, to see them go out and get on fire and then start inviting their friends. Mm. It just it just is, uh, there's nothing like it, you know? Mm. And so uh, what a blessing. I, I um, We're pretty much out of time here, so the time flew by. That was 50 minutes but um, I really want to thank you both for being on the program thank today. You. It's been a blessing. Thank you for having us. Yeah. Appreciate it. Please keep Young Life in your prayer if you're listening. Mm-hmm. We'll be back next week. Younglife.org is the website uh, in East County here. It's eastcounty.younglife.org. And again, just a, a reminder, they have a conference coming up April 28th in Santa Ana, disabilityministryconference.com. I hope you'll check that out and take the time to be involved. 
Um, there's so many exciting things happening. Uh, you know, the Bible says Christ said the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Mm-hmm. And that always encourages me because, you know, these days in the news, we hear a lot of doom and gloom. But Jesus Christ said, hey, look it. There's a there's a ripe harvest out there. All we need is more harvesters. Amen. And I, I firmly believe that. And these testimonies tell us that that's true. So yeah. that's fantastic. God bless you. I hope you have a great day today. Thanks for joining us. If you uh, stream the show today online, uh, appreciate you being with us. Wave goodbye, folks. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back with you next Saturday with another great interview. God bless you. Have a great day. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit EducateForLife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email KevCon at EducateForLife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at EducateForLife.com. Always be much more to me. And every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right. But that's alright, cause I hear.